Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amun, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amun, we trust, as the Republican intellect, the real 144,000 that's being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amun race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Nubim Minkare, and this is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why Amun will cast out his elect from amongst the regular people of the world, simply because Amun, the true lord, the controller, the overlord, is too high-powered, too highly transmissive for regular people in the world. Simple as that. That's the simple answer. Amun is too powerful. The Lord is too powerful for people. The Lord is too powerful for regular people. The law, the order, the structure, the transmission, the reality, the righteousness, all of that is pure power, pure, raw, and uncut power. That's not some alternating current. That's not some, you know, feel good for everybody so you can spread it out. No, this is raw and uncut power. No, no, no chaser on it. No cut. This is raw cocaine. This is raw heroin. That's that. This is this is the drug that make your ass nod out. And if you ain't, your sensory is not right. You gonna nod to death. You gonna nod and you gonna fade to black to death. Like when a lot of these people came in here, they was playing with almond name. They was playing with the transmission and they was hail almond this and hail almond that. But they wasn't. They wasn't built for it. They wasn't built for this transmission. They wasn't built for it. So you got to be built for this. You see, you have to be a supreme being in order to receive this. You got to be on the level of a lord to receive this. Like you said, yeah, this is high voltage. And we all know niggas is low frequency. And these whites, these Caucasians, the rest of them, they low frequency too. They act like they high voltage, high, high free, but they not. They can't handle the damn truth, man. They can't even handle the damn truth. You ever see them when you give them the reality, the pure reality, how these Caucasians have a meltdown? They don't know what to do. They they start, like, twitching like damn robots. These Negroes do the same damn thing, man. When you give them the raw and uncut real truth, the, uh, the righteousness, they can't handle it, man. They have start twitching out. They start having to melt down. They, you know what I'm saying, that's start stuttering and whatnot. When you give them the raw and uncut, pure. That that uncut, no baby laxative in it, no damn no damn baking soda in it, raw, no watering it down with spiritual garbage, raw, that direct current, that solar burn, they can't handle that. They can't handle the truth. They can't handle the reality. They can't handle the reality because you already know these people in the world ain't make the truth what they want it to be. That's why they have to say they say things like your truth, my truth is not your truth, and you got your own. Nah, ain't no you got your own. Ain't no personal. And see, if you could personalize the truth, then that means the truth is uh, not objective; it's subjective. Truth should never be subjective. Truth should be objective. You see. So we can't deal with the truth because too many people got their own truths. Too many people watered down. Too many people full of you know what. You see, and they think it's the truth. 
And they sit up here every day and lie to people. See, I'm not dealing with those kind of people. I'm not dealing with these self-righteous people. That's what you call those people, self-righteous. They're not righteous people. They're self-righteous because they believe that they, the Lord is their personal Savior and I got my own truth. Nah, see, I'm ain't dealing with them. I'm not dealing with them. You see, they with the regular people of the world. Because all the regular people of the world think the same way. They're not righteous people, see, because to be righteous means to be real, man. And to be fake is to be bogus. To to be righteous is to be real. And when you're real in this three-dimensional world, the the mass majority of the world, they're not going to like you. They're not going to like you. You see, when you're real about something, they're not going to like you. They only like you when you sugarcoat stuff, when when you water it down. You see, when you cut it with baking soda, when you cut it with damn baby laxatives, and you and they could just nod out, and they could, like, like what's it? But when you give them that raw and uncut, that make their ass drop dead. See, because reality does that. I'm in give, giving that raw and uncut with no damn cut on it, that raw and uncut, and it's making the weak-minded, the slow, the simple-minded drop dead. Mentally, they drop dead, meaning they drop out the conversation. When you be giving too much, and I've noticed this, whenever you be giving too much of this this, this reality to people, this intellect to people, these niggas drop out, man. They tap out. They tap out. They drop dead, man. Mentally, they drop dead. They don't want to talk to you no more. They don't want to continue the conversation because as long as some old watered-down black conscious foolishness or some Pan-African nonsense or some just some nigga nonsense of the day talk or some talk about the jab or politics, which these niggas don't know nothing about, when you talk weak and watered-down like that to appease everybody, nobody gets no real power off that. Nobody gets no real charge. When you give them that raw and uncut, real raw and uncut, without the chaser on it, without the sugar coat, as it really is logically and rationally, and you ain't caring about nobody's feelings or emotions, they can't handle that. They can't handle that. Especially these damn humans. They really can't handle reality. These humans, they have a meltdown. They, that's why I say it's useless to even have debates with them about history, science, or anything. I don't talk to them, man. I don't even talk to so-called – I don't even talk to black people, man. I don't talk to nobody unless I can see that you're on a level of thinking where we can have a real – thought-provoking conversation where it's not about what I think or you think. It's about what logic and rationale uh, uh, reveals. That's what we spoke. That's that's a real conversation with people trying to learn something. Not, oh, I'm trying to win an argument. I'm trying to win it. Nah, I don't, you don't have no ego when you're trying to learn. You ain't supposed to have no ego. And you see, these people, these people got ego. They got ego because that's part of their emotional makeup. Just like anger, fear, you see, all that's a part of their emotional makeup. Jealousy, envy, all of it. That's all a part of their makeup. And they can't handle reality. They can't handle reality. Hell, I don't talk to a lot of these old these elders because, like I said, they either too Jesus out, they too Jesus out, or they too Pan African out. You see, or they too blacked out, you know, and that, and they and they ain't just the elders, it's the it's the young it's the young ones to the middle aged ones. They all just too blacked out, man. They can't handle reality. You can't have no real conversation with them. You see, 
When you start talking real to them, they can't handle it. Next thing you know, you're a cult leader. Oh, why you don't like Jesus? What's wrong with Jesus? You don't eat no pork. You see? 2022, and they still talking like that. That's scary to me. It's 2022, and they still talking like that. They still got white Jesus on the damn wall. You know you can't talk to no Negroes like that. They gone. You already know you can't talk to them. They mind been gone. You see, it's useless to talk to them. So the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do is just keep it moving. Keep it moving and keep yourself in alignment with this transmission as it is altering the present-day world with future events. See, this is what we stay in tune with. This is what we stay in contact with, man. And we don't mind being the outcast, man. We don't mind being an outcast. You Negroes back in the damn 60s, you had a problem with being cast out from Whitey. You had a problem with being cast out from Whitey. You niggas lost your mind. Remember I told you last night, Martin Lucifer Coon, he made it seem like, oh, you know, you can't be cast out from Whitey. You got to go to store with them. You got you gotta, you gotta, to uh, drink off the same water fountain with them. And get herpes in your mouth. You gotta go and get in the same pool and get fuck and get polio. Somebody gonna come. Not trying not to curse tonight, but I might. I might. It might just get raw and uncut. But you ain't gotta jump in the. You gotta jump. Don't you? You ain't. If you don't want to jump in the same pool with them and get polio, you see, something wrong with you. You know, you something wrong with you. You don't want to go to school with your children. To go to school with their children to have damn fleas and ticks jumping all over your children. Right? You don't want to have fleas and ticks jumping all over your children because these little, these little animals got lice and ticks jumping off of them because their mammies in them, their mammy and pappy forgot to give them their flea and tick medication. And they, you, you come home and your children got damn fleas and ticks in their clothes. See, you got see, you got to want that. You got to want that. You got to want to eat at their lunch counter where they're spitting in your food. You got to want that. You want to sit on the same toilet seat with these nasty asses and have, and have shit all over the toilet and watch some shit all over the toilet. That's that's what you want. That's what you want. You see? That's what Martin Lucifer Coon told you to want. He told you it's not good to be an outcast. It's not good to be an outcast. Well, hell, you know what? All the outcasts that we was, put, we was cast out, that was a good thing. See, because we didn't get no polio. We ain't get no uh, we ain't get no herpes in our mouths. We didn't get all kind of dirty diseases. We ain't got fleas and ticks in our clothes. So it was pretty good to be cast out. It was pretty good to be an outcast. You see, because see, when you all inclusive, when you want to be included with everything, that devalues you as a person. You see, when you want to try and be included in everything with everybody, that devalues you as a person. Or like you simple-ass Negroes want to go to the damn golf club instead of opening up their own golf club. See, because you know the beast don't want you in his clubs. Yeah, nigga, ain't no, we don't want no niggas in our club. And y'all want to sit up here and argue and fight to get in the club to be included. You should be considered an honor to be an outcast. What the hell you want if you black black males want to go in a damn uh, a, cl- uh, uh, a golf club with a bunch of uh, old white men standing around with their two-inch peckers looking at you? You see? Looking at each other in the shower. Stink. Damn shower full of lice. That's what you want to go to the club for, right? Dining hall, smell like a goddamn kennel in there. 
That's what you want to go on. That's what, see, that's what Martin Luther Coon told you you should aspire to be. That's what Martin Luther Coon told you we should aspire to be as black people. Now, I'm glad his ass is out of here. Right along with Martin, right along with Malcolm Hex, Malcolm Hex. You see, them niggas ain't mean us no good, man. They ain't care about our people. They cared about themselves, man. And I, so I showed you that last night. Y'all up here celebrating and crying crocodile tears for this nigga. Because he ain't told us we shouldn't want to be amongst our own kind. We shouldn't want to be outcasts. That was the best thing for us. That was the best thing for us. Yeah, Tiger Wood niggas. I'm collar up a Galatian. Yeah, when they slapped them, when them, when them Caucasians slapped them handcuffs on you, you was a collar a nigga. When they slapped them handcuffs on your black ass. They reminded you, nigga. They reminded your father, too. If he was still alive, his coon ass. You see? But that's good. That's good because you wanted to be included. You was all up in them white girls and cave girls' faces and whatnot, smile. I seen the documentary on him. He's such a coon. He's such a goddamn coon. He had a head full of hair. Now that nigga bald like a white man now. He just, he just, he just an old coon and his white wife because he wanted to be included so bad. His white wife took half his shit. That's good, coon. That's good. His, his, his cave woman took half his shit. You know? After she was laid up with some other golf guy that passed her off to him, you see, she made sure she went and had a, a, a daughter with him, a child with him, then and got married to him because I guess she knew he was lame. Because see, a lot of you guys that want to be down, a lot of you want to be down with the beast. You niggas are lame, man. You a bunch of lames, and the beast can smell you. You can smell it on you. Can smell when you a goddamn lame. When you want to be around them, when you want to be a goddamn little boy or a little girl. You want to be like them. They can smell you. They can smell that you lame. Oh, he really wants to be with us for real? Or she really wants to be with us for real? That's when they really let you have it. That's when they let you know you all kind of niggas and everything else. But that's good. That's good. Them white people was probably laughing. Why do these niggas want to go to school with us for? Why do they want to go to school with us for? You see? See, they comfortable being stupid around each other, and when they don't want your black ass there to see how dumb they are, how degenerate they are, that's why they didn't want you going to school with them. They comfortable being degenerates around each other, being nasty around each other, spreading their fleas and lice around each other, so let them. They don't want your black ass there looking at them, judging them. That's why they ain't want you in their school, because you would be right in there judging them. You come home talking to your parents. These white kids are nasty. They got fleas and lice in their head. They 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 stink and whatnot. They 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 know they know you go. They know you gonna go home and judge them and tell your parents and your brothers be laughing at them. That's why they ain't want you in their school. And they had to be right to feel that way. Y'all should you niggas should have built your own school and got your own bronze teachers and educated your children. But Martin Luther Coon told you that's wrong, see, because, see, you trying to be an outcast. Fool, we was born outcast in this three-dimensional realm. We were born outcast. And that's a beautiful thing, because the outcasts are the special people. We don't look like nobody here. I'm an projectors to look like nobody here. We ain't supposed to fit in. Supposed to have dog fur for hair. We're supposed to have this strong, beautiful steel wool. So a lot of you bronze women need to take them goddamn dog, 
dog fur wigs off your head trying to fit in. You need to take them goddamn flea, flea traps off your head to stop, stop trying to fit in. You ain't supposed to fit in with them. They're not your people. Wear your own natural hair. Be proud of who you are. See, because people are going to respect you a long time more than when they respect these simple-ass nigger females with these damn dog flea traps on their head. That's why the white woman come over when she see you bronze women with your natural hair. First thing she wants to do is touch your hair because she really worshiped your hair. She want to touch your hair. She want to look at your hair. She's in awe of your hair. She done been seeing our hair for, 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 since she was born. She's seen our kind of hair. Why are they so in awe of our hair? Why are they so in awe of our hair? Why the white man want to rub you so-called black men like how George Bush did, them, did that Negro, rubbed his damn head? Because that's what the white man loves to do. He want to touch your head, want to put his herpes-stained hands all over your damn head, touch your woolly hair, and treat you like you a damn dog. When it's really supposed to be the other way around, he's supposed to be patting him on his head like he your, like he your, like he your beast. Because that's how they used to do it. That's where the white man get the whole thing, patent dog, good boy. That's what we used to do to the humans. That's just what we used to do with them. They was like our dog, two-legged dogs. We pat them on their head, good boy, good boy. Go on, get out of here. And they run off some goddamn way. You see? Had their asses on leashes. And they turned right around and did it to us. That's why if you look in South Africa, they had that image of white, little white kids having um, bronze children on leashes like they were um, pets. No, it was the other way around. In the ancient world, the real way, we had them on leashes. Leashes was really, leashes became, actually chained, the, the damn chain around the neck with the, with the, um, with the metal, with the, um, with the metal, um, with the um chain, with the with the th- with the round metal thing around the neck, that was your first leash. That was for humans. And then you, what you see today, that's a more uh, um laid back version of a of a of a um of the chain and the thing around the neck. You see, that's how we had the humans, like our pets, like our two legged animals. And I'm not even joking, either. I'm not joking. That's how we had them in chains. You see, and we were, and like I said, we walked them down in chains to work in the damn in the damn city, and then walked them back up out of there in their chains because they were wild animals, and they still wild animals. And you Negroes act like wild animals with them because see, you want to be down with them. You see. You want to be down with them. You want to follow their ways. You niggas want to skateboard. You want to you want to skateboard. You want to take all kind of crazy drugs. You niggas want to jump off buildings with them, all kind of crazy shit. You see, because you want to be down. You niggas want to go bungee jumping. You want to go skiing. You want to go down a damn cliff full of snow at, at 120 miles an hour, then run into a damn tree and bust your damn brains open. Bust your head wide open like a damn watermelon. Like what happened to Sonny Bono, and, and what's her name, father? Uh, uh, um, what's her name? Um, what's the uh, Tracy Ellis Ross' father? See, they had to be in the snow. They had to be on in the snow like wild animals, and you niggas be going on ski vacations with them and busting your damn head open like an idiot. 
bungee jumping, white water rafting. You end up somewhere on a damn raft with your head bust open on some damn rocks. That's their energy. That's their spirit. They got that death aura on them, that suicide spirit. That's why they like to jump out of planes, bungee jump, jump off cliffs, climb cliffs, you know, all that crazy shit. Go camping in the woods with a bunch of wild animals. You be on woke up a bit on ripped your ass apart, but that's good for you. Good. You in his home. What would you do if the damn bear came in your home? You kill his ass. That's why he don't come in your home. And that's what you should have did with these goddamn humans when they came in our house. That's why they don't got no respect for you niggas today, man. Because you didn't do what you were supposed to do when these humans came in. You see? You ain't do what you were supposed to be. You niggas was too welcoming. You was too nice. Niggas was too nice, welcoming. You didn't know you was talking to animals on two legs. That's what you was dealing with. That's what you was talking to. Animals on two legs. You see? Who was just waiting. Because like I said, just like all animals, if you don't keep animals back from your home, you don't keep them in boundaries, the animals will leave. They will leave out of the woods. They will come into the city, and they will come into your house, kill you, eat your food, and be living in your house. That's the same vibration that humans are on. They were supposed to have boundaries between us. We was not supposed to be together. The same way the animals are separate from the from us is the same way the humans are supposed to be separated from us. Not segregated, separated. We're not supposed to be together. But Martin Luther Coon, he wanted to. He didn't want. He he said it ain't good for us to be outcast because see, we need to be equal and this, that, and the third. Almond cast us out by nature. Martin Luther Coon was going against the natural order of things. The Lord, Amen, our ascendants cast us out by nature just by giving us our type of hair, our skin, all this, our lips, our features, everything. All of this, everything we have was meant to be a signal to us and to the world that we're not supposed to be with everybody. We are special people. We are a fourth dimensional people. We are a race of Amen, not human. We are the highest race on the planet, the race of lords. And you niggas, you niggas who want to be like the beast, you you ain't you ain't included in that, man. You niggas that want to be like the beast, you niggas that want to lay with them, mix your seed with them, love their image, all that, want to put their image up on your wall and worship. You niggas ain't with that, man. You ain't with the you ain't with this reception, man. You niggas are a bunch of assimilists. You are a bunch of assimilists. You want to assimilate. You see, you want to be like them. You Dianorosites. You Donna-Summerites. You Alice Walkerites. You Oprah Winfreyites. You see, and I can go on and on for days. You Dave Chappelleites. That nigga. That bugged out. That bugged out looking teenage mutant ninja turtle looking nigga. He loved. He 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 he. His woman an Asian. She a human. Coon, you talk all that black shit all you want to, nigga, but you's a coon. You a coon, too. Got you pushing pedophilia in your goddamn series, nigga. They got you, the beast got you saying little pedophile shit. That show you with them, man. You ain't no outcast. You not with us, nigga. You with the beast, man. That's why they gave your black ass all that money to uh, come back uh, to Netflix because they was going to use you as an influencer, nigga. 
And when you did that eight minutes and 46 seconds shit to George Floyd, nigga, that was a spell you was casting to black ass. I know what you was doing. I saw the, I saw the backdrop. I seen what you were saying. I'm well aware of that, Dave Chappelle. They playing you like you they playing like you so controversial and all that. That's a load of shit, man. You right with the beast. You nigga, you controlled opposition. Swollen ass nigga. You right with the beast. Yeah, and you Tariq Nasheedites too, man. That's still pushing that black shit, man. You know, Tariq Nasheed, you said some good stuff, but like a lot of these niggas that's out here today, don't get don't get it twisted. A lot of these niggas is controlled opposition, man. A lot of these niggas are controlled opposition. That nigga Tariq had on some pink, you know. Like I said, he nigga, you had pink on, nigga. You 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 suspect, nigga. You sus. You had pink on with the rest of these pink ass niggas, man. You you sus, nigga. All you pink niggas, you Spike Leeites, and all you other niggas that love the beast, you niggas, you ain't included in this, man. You ain't included in this raw and uncut, man. In this in this outcasting, man. You not a vomit, man. You of the beast. You of the beast. Coon Ma Johnson, Coon Ma. You see, that Pan-African shit, you out here now. Now you out here, you nigga, you showed your card, nigga. You you showed your card. Why are you out here attack, attacking people who saying that they uh, that they natives to America, bronze people saying they natives? Nigga, why do you care? Who are you to start attacking people who saying they native here? And nigga, if you want to be African, then go be African. Why are you up here attacking the people who know the truth, that know we really the Native Americans, the ancient Mesoamerican? Why are you attacking our people and trying to push this African shit? Nigga, you showing your card. Because you want to be with them people. You want to be with them people. The Will Smithites, the Jada Pinkettites, all these niggas. The Puffyites, the Steve Harveyites, all these coons. You see, they way down the frequency. That's why we can't. That's why I don't watch these niggas on TV. I don't want to hear their music. I don't want to hear hear nothing from them on social media, man. Nothing. Nothing. I look at you from time to time, Tariq. I, you know, I like your content, man. But you know, sometimes your shit, you, you know, that pink shit you had on was kind of questionable, man. I like your content. I ain't gonna front, Tariq. I like your content, but all that pink shit and uh, you know, and, and you know, I'm not man. You know, that's all I'm gonna say on that. All that pink shit and trying to be friends with these fucking celebrities who these niggas, these niggas, these niggas, you know, got buck broken and bent over a long time ago and been made to grab their ankles, and you want to be taught these your, they your dudes, and they cool. These niggas ain't cool, man. They trying to push poison to our people, man. Fuck them niggas, man. They telling you to vax that thing up. They ready to sell death to their people for some money. Tell me nothing about these niggas because they see it. It's not even about the money. They want to be incorporated, man. They want to be incorporated. They want to be with the beast. You see? They want to be with the beast. They want to. They want to seat at the table, like Bro Polite said. Bro Polite said, "See, now I finally got a seat at the table, nigga. You got a seat at the damn foot of the table, at, on, on by the damn chair, by the legs, on your knees under it. I, I finally, I got a seat at the table. See, all right, nigga. Yeah, okay. I, I'm making decisions now. See, I got a seat at the table. 
I could sit down with I could sit down with Massa. I, I, I could sit down with Massa, and and he could charge me with sexual uh, uh, teen, having sexual underage minors. I got a seat at the table. You niggas, you were the niggas that want to be included. You want to come to the party. You want to come to the party of Beast and You want to be invited. You want the crumbs off his floor. You want the crumbs off his table. You want whatever nigga pennies he toss off the table to you. That's what you want. And because of that, you Negroes are disgusting. You are not of almond. You are of the beast. You are of the beast. You are beast of burden. Because, see, you got to live your life kissing the white man's ass. You got to live your life smiling in their faces at jokes that ain't even funny. Telling jokes about you niggas in front of in front of your face, nigga jokes. They talk to you any kind of way. They ain't got no respect for you. Who got respect for an ass kissing bootlick who want to be down? Roland Martin, Porky the pig face ass looking nigga. You look all every bit like you eat swine. Look just like like damn a living a living a, a living version of Porky the pig. You telling somebody to get jabbed up, your black ass. You see, that's all you niggas are. You influencers, man. You out for yourself, man. You typical out for yourself ass niggas, man. But you know what you need to be? You need to be out for yourself. Out by yourself. You need to be. You need to be out by yourself. You love the beast, and that's unforgivable. See, it ain't even about money. Niggas don't care about the money. They want to be included. They want to be embraced. They want to be Martin Luther Facund. You see, they want to be Martin Luther Facund. See, because it ain't about money. Trust me, niggas got money. Niggas can find money. Niggas will find money. Niggas only cry about not having money when it's something they don't want to do. But when it's something they want to do, they can find money. They can find it in abundance. But like I said, when it comes to standing up for your people, standing up together, and putting our people first. You niggas can't do that because in, in the beast you trust. In the beast you trust. You don't got no respect for your so-called people. That's why they said all skin, all kin, all skin folk ain't kin folk. You see, skin folk ain't kin folk. See, we got to be connected by the mind. The hell with the skin, man. That skin don't mean nothing. As you can see, the skin don't mean nothing. We got to be one mind, man. One mind, one body, one soul in the image of Amen, man. These niggas don't know nothing about no Amen. They want to live in the image of the beast, man. They want the, they want the gifts. They want the they want the delicacies of the harlot. They want the delicacies of the harlot. You see, they want the cars, the houses, the clothes, the jewelry, the finer living. See, and I'm, again, it's nothing wrong with having nice things. Don't make, don't get it twisted. I ain't gonna never say it's nothing wrong with having nice things, but if you are going to sacrifice your manhood. You're going to sacrifice your people, sacrifice your family. If you're going to do all of that for material possessions, nah. You're going to sacrifice the things that are priceless for shit you could get at any time. You could always get a car. You could always get a house. You could always get some property. You're going to sacrifice. You could always get some money. You're going to sacrifice the things that are precious, that's irreplaceable, like your family, your children, like a lot of you niggas sacrificed your children. 
at the behest of the beast. You niggas sacrificed your children. You sacrificed your your women. You sacrificed everything at the behest of the beast. You sacrificed your ass, your manhood. All to get material things. All to get material things. How you look yourself in the face. How you look yourself in the face. And a lot of you niggas say, I look at myself in the face just swell. That's good. That, that, I'm glad you feel that way. You should be happy or be content with the decisions you made in your life. I just can't be, I just can't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't be y'all. If I was giving all y'all money and I couldn't take, I couldn't, I couldn't live with the memories of the things y'all had to do. See, because my memory's long and I just can't forget being a coon. I can't forget being an ass-kissing coon, a sambo. I can't forget that. You see? I can't forget that. I I I I got a I got a conscience, I got a soul, I got a mind. You see, I'm almond driven, and I can't do anything that is not of almond or beneath almond. I cannot, I will not. You see, I've seen degeneracy in my life. I've seen people who want to be like the beast, who want to act like beasts, who want to act like animals. I grew up around people like that, and their behavior always made me sick to my stomach. They always disgusted me, and I never wanted to partake in that animal behavior because I know where all that animal behavior come from. It come from these animals, the beast. I grew up around niggas who would kill you in a heartbeat for looking at them, want to sell drugs to you in your neighborhoods, for be ready to rape your sisters. I grew up around degenerate-ass niggas like this. You see, rob you for a damn ski hat, be ready to kill you for a goddamn ski hat or a coat. Animal-ass niggas. You see? And who was they raised by? They was raised by Eve, the nigger woman. They was raised by the nigger woman. The thugs was raised by the nigger woman. Because, see, the nigger woman tell the thugs from early on, see, you got to get these nice clothes. You got to get this nice car. You got to get this so you be somebody in the world. What is that if not assimilation talk? She basically telling them that you got to be materialistic and you got to devalue life and devalue yourself or who you are. They telling She telling you that early. She's telling you that early. You got to be all about getting that paper. You got to be all about getting that money if you want to get a woman. You got to be all about, get, you know, a nice to finer things in life. No matter if you got to sell drugs to your people. No matter if you got to sell poison through rap music to your people. Just get that money. No matter if you got to rob and steal for it. Commit crimes for it. Get that money. You see? They don't care. The nigga woman, she breathes the savage spirit in her. See, because she want to be like the beast. You already see that. She perm her hair like the beast and everything. So what she do, she put that spirit of, uh, of wanting to be like the beast in her children. That's why they go out here and rob and steal and shoplift and sell drugs and do all that and try to do credit card scams and hustle and be risking going to the damn penitentiary. See, because they sitting up here telling you, oh, see, you need you, you ain't nothing if you ain't got that Louis Vuitton bag, that that uh 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 that Chanel bag. You ain't nothing if a nigga can't buy you this, and he can't buy you that. He ain't nothing. See, you gotta get with the, you gotta be with the Joneses. It's all about keeping up with the Joneses. 
meaning the white people. See, it's all about that. It's all about going to Macy's and, and all that and being able to shop in Macy's and being able to shop in Lord and Taylor or wherever them damn stores is, or them high-end, so-called high-end, or Bergdorf, Goodman. See, that's what it's about. See, it's all about being able to go in there and spend $1,000 and, and on, on, a, on a belt. See, that's what it's about, getting a Louis Vuitton-ass, uh, uh, fake-ass leather belt for $500. Cheap cowhide. They're going to rip on your ass in a year or two. See, that's what it's all about. You see, cost them $2 to make the damn belt. You pay 500 to your dumb ass. That's, see, that's what it's all about right there. You got to get down with the Joneses. What you doing trying to, why you don't want these material things? What's wrong with you? Why you want to, why you want to be intelligent and studying and try to, you know, you should just go along and get along. That's why a lot of these females, they don't like intelligent people. See, because intelligent men and intelligent women equals outcasts. See, when you're intelligent, you're an outcast. You see? You see, when you're intelligent, you're an outcast. They don't want you being around them when you're intelligent. You see, when you educated, oh yeah, shit. When you educated, you could be around. They love you, life of the party, because that means that you've been educated through the same system as everybody else. So they pretty much look at you like everybody else, or at least they, you know, saying a nigga woman. Oh, see, he educated. Or she educated. She got a degree in this. She got a degree in that. She basically got a degree from the white man to repeat what he said for four years, for eight years, or whatever. That's really what the degree is. You was able to repeat what the white man said for four years, for eight years, and then you get your good nigga degree. And, he get, and hopefully you get a job. But not before you pay off all that goddamn debt you owe for agreeing with them for eight years to get your piece of paper. This is the foolishness that you partake in. You see? Just to step in and be a goddamn black parrot and get a piece of paper. You get to be in debt. For the rest of your life. That's what they want you to go to school for. You see. And of course like the good program Negroes that y'all y'all do. Because y'all want to be included. You don't want to be seen as an outcast. Because again intelligent people are considered outcasts. They consider you know too intelligent to be with the masses. Remember on that show. Uh, um, Star Trek. Remember Dr. Spock. Dr. Spock. He didn't really have no friends. They tried to be friend spot, but he didn't really have no friends. He was too intelligent, too logical, too rational for everybody. Everybody else was emotional to him. And he's like, he didn't understand all that shit. So he really basically stayed to himself. And he was, you know, he talked to them. But he was really, you could tell he was to himself. You see, that's usually what it is when you got intelligent people. When you got intelligent people who who can think, who's smart, they don't want to be amongst the idiots. They don't want to be around them. So what they do, they call those people nerds. They call them nerds. They make fun of them because they don't want to be around everybody because they're more intellectually inclined. They call them nerds. Well, I tell you what, I would rather have nerds for children than a bunch of wannabe cool kids. I give me the nerds all the time. I want my children to be nerds. I want them to be intelligent. I want them to be well-studied into what they're into and whatnot and master what they're mastering. I don't want them to have no goddamn friends. I want them to be antisocial. If it ain't the children in the community who they family with, if it ain't the children in the community who <clears throat> we know they parents and we and they raised under the same principles of mental like as our children as mentalists, then we don't want no, we ain't no friends. Hell, there ain't even no family members coming around like that. We don't want no bad influences on our children. 
You see, we don't want no bad influences coming from the outside of, on our children, because you have your, your your sisters or your brother's children out there, and they and they soaking up all that degenerate energy out there. They children soaking up that degenerate energy and learning this degenerate and demonic uh, doctrines out here, and then they coming and bringing that filth around your children. They bring that filth around your children. And they don't mean to. They babies. They don't know no different. But like I said, they don't soaked up that poison. They tainted exactly. They're tainted, and they bring that filth around your children. Next thing you know, your little daughter twerking. Next thing you know, your son acting like a little faggot. You see, or they watching some damn TikTok video acting stupid. You see, that's 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 what you that's what you end up getting. You see. And then you got to spend months, if not years, getting that bullshit out of their head, trying to straighten them out again because you don't know what damage their little cousins left, their little they little friends left. You don't know what kind of damage they left because, see, they all want to be included in this society. They want to sit up here and watch damn Disney Channel. You see? Tariq Nasheed, you let your children watch Disney Channel. You talk about how Disney putting out all this pedophile type of stuff. Then what the hell are you doing letting your children watch Disney? Walt Disney was a damn degenerate. You see, and a warlock. Damn degenerate. But but y'all want to go to Disneyland. You see, you want to go to D- Disneyland. All them kids got freaked out out there. The, Dis- the, 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 the Disney kids got freaked out. They all bugged out of their mind. You look at all them kids that come out of that, 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 that Mickey Mouse Club. Look at all them children that come out, them kids that come out of the Mickey Mouse Club. They bugged out of their minds, man. You see? They bugged right out of their damn mind talking crazy on drugs. You see? Talking out their damn head. See, because you wanted to be included. You see, that's what socialization do for you. See, Armin ain't dealing with people like this in this three-dimensional world, man. Armin dealing with those people who are looking forward, man. Armin dealing with those who are looking forward. Armin ain't dealing with the earthbounds. Armin is not dealing with the earthbounds. Armin dealing with the heavenbound, the fourth-dimensional bounds. The ones who bound and heading toward the fourth dimension, the ones who keeping their head to the sky, man. I mean, ain't dealing with no damn uh, uh, people who want to be of the world, who want to go out here and hang out with these people in bars and clubs and be around them and all this nonsense. You see, you can't be of Amin and love this world and love the people and the things of this world. You can't be of Amin and have that. See, I don't love this world. I don't love the people of this world. I ask every day that Amin bring down, our ascendants bring down the fourth dimension. But that has to do with us. That has to do with us and our ability to cast ourselves out of this three-dimensional nightmare, man. See, because as long as you still want to be part of the three-dimensional nightmare and you want to partake in this, you're going to keep this thing going. You Negroes help keep this thing going, man. You like the backdrop of the movie. Now you have the backdrop of the movie, the screen, the backdrop. You can't show the picture if there's no black backdrop. You niggas is a black backdrop for the beast to keep put playing this perpetual picture of nonsense and degeneracy. You niggas are the background. Why you think they always put you, and wherever they're doing something degenerate, they got to include you in it. Why you think they got to include you in it whenever they're doing something degenerate? They always got a nigga in there somewhere. 
Niggas don't even belong in there. You somewhere they 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 just put you in there. They going camping somewhere and fishing or hunting, and you stupid. They could find a stupid ass nigga going with him. Just this a couple of a week or two ago, some nigga would call himself trying to be with these damn humans, uh, 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 Caucasian males, and going out there hunting. They shot this nigga in the back. Tell me it was an accident. Yeah, okay. The hell you going out there hunting with them for? Cause see, you want to be included. You want to go white water rafting with them, you know. You want to go hunting, and they shoot you in the back and say it was an accident, you know. Or 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 you know, cause one day they racism come out, and that's good. That's good. You want to go to the bar and drink Budweiser with them, and be sitting around them. Day next thing you know, the bar closed, and they just be looking at you. And next thing you know, they rip your black ass apart, nigga. Cause you want to be included. We'll be right back. Wait, 
Let me tell you something. When you have that assimilist attitude, when you want to be, you know, accepted, you don't embrace your being made of an, I mean, an outcast, you become the worst thing on earth, and that's a person without pride. You become a person without scruples because you'll do anything to be down. Hollywood is full of niggas like this. Y'all mean to tell me, y'all all them so-called black actors out there, all these people that want to act and be in the so-called craft of acting and directing and can't behind the cameras and you niggas can't form your own Hollywood, you can't go and buy big strips of land and just set up your own motion picture studios and just make straight to straight to damn uh uh um uh, Netflix style setup like that and make your own movie and just pull your thing. Why y'all can't do that? Why y'all still asking the white man to give y'all roles in Hollywood? Why? King Hollywood to put y'all on and y'all can't get acting roles. Y'all a bunch of goddamn coons and sambos, man. Why are you still kissing up the white man's ass to try and get roles in Hollywood when y'all could just form your own thing? And even Tyler Perry, you got that damn Tyler Perry studio out there, but you turn out the most cooned out shit ever. Reason? Because you still want to be down with them, with them Caucasians. You still want to be down with the beast. You see? You got you had to wear a damn dress for half your damn career. Then you turn around, and you turn out a bunch of. Uh, what I knew you would turn out a bunch of LGBT slash XYZ and the nigger woman with the white man. Just what they, just what you getting paid. That's why you got Tyler Perry still to turn out that bullshit. Bunch of sodomite slash damn uh, 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 um, uh, 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 interracial nonsense. That's what you. That's what you. And of course, you black males wearing damn dresses. Effeminizing the so-called black man, nigga. You had on pink too. You had on pink too, Tyler Perry. You know, you made one or two good, um, good movies, but obviously you sold out. You been sold out, and you was pushing the damn jab, nigga. And you a sodomite. And that's not even a legend. You a damn sodomite. Tell me about what you did for some Negroes in the hood. You paid somebody rent and all that other shit. Nigga, who you think was supporting your plays and your movies and all this shit? Who you think was supporting was black people? So don't act like because you pay a nigga rent here and there or you you do something like Nigga, that you, you're supposed to charge that to the game, nigga. You're supposed to be a billionaire, right? So why are you turning out this slop? Why you ain't making movies on ancient Egypt? Why you ain't making movies about Bass Reef? I thought you got Tyler Perry Studios. You got that big ass studio lot. Why you ain't made a, a blockbuster about uh, 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 about uh, a Bass Reef? Because your masters ain't trying to hear that. Because see, you want to still be down with your masters. See, you want to. They, you know that would displease them if you went on your own and call yourself trying to make a move on your own like how they did Bill Cosby. You see, you see, Bill Cosby. He tried to buck up. And even all that nonsense about him buying NBC, Bill Cosby, you weren't serious because if you were serious, you would have just went and started your own network. Why, why are you trying to mess with these white folks' business? Let them have NBC. So that was just you trying to show off, nigga. You was trying to show off. You was trying to show your black ass to other black people. See, I'm about to buy NBC. That's all that was about. He never got no investors together. He never did none of that stuff. Yeah, it was just him showboating like the nigga that he is. And he showed the white man showed you how, how he did with they showboat niggas. They showed you just how they dealt with you. 
because you wanted to be a showboat. You want to sit up here and tell niggas, oh, see, the pound cake test and all that pound cake shit. This is why whites be beating blacks. Niggas, shut your goddamn mouth. Did you expel some of your wisdom in jail when your black ass was in jail? Well, your money didn't mean nothing. Coon. Bill Coonsby. That's just what I'm going to call you, Bill Coonsby. Nigga, I tried to ride for you. I stuck up for you, nigga. But you a coon, man. You a coon, too. And you got your coon card pulled. You ain't think they was going to do it. You thought you was going to go in court, had all that money behind you, had all that legal status behind you, your legal representation. You come up in court. Nigga, they had you in damn the orange jumpsuit. They made you do the fucking perp walk. They made your old black half-blind ass do the perp walk, nigga. And you talking that pound cake talk. And this is why blacks be losing. No, shut your ass up. You just glad to be home somewhere. Sit your ass down. They don't fuck with you, nigga. Your black ass forgot. You went to the way one too many Playboy Mansion parties and had too much white ass in your face, to, and you forgot. Sambo. You forgot. You thought Hugh Hefner was your friend. Damn Martin Lucifer Coon Knight. We all could get together because you wanted some white ass and some Asian ass in your face. That's what you was about. You and you and Martin Lucifer Coon. You see? That's why you wanted that's why you wanted to integrate. And then try to talk down the so called black people. You trying to talk you of all people trying to talk down the niggas. And they treated you like a nigga. You ain't you thought I guess you thought you was gonna get that Harvey uh, Harvey Weinstein treatment. You thought you was going to get the Harvey Weinstein treatment where they cuff you from the front and, and you get to wear your suit. They didn't humiliate Harvey Weinstein. He did far worse shit than you did. You ain't did shit compared to Harvey Weinstein. They showed him more respect than your black ass. You thought you was going to get the Harvey Weinstein treatment. And you still, and niggas still believe he in jail. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Sure he is. You see. They made sure they made a fool out of you. Every day your ass was in jail, they they ridiculed you. You ain't heard nothing about Harvey Weinstein. He's somewhere in a country club somewhere with a young girl on his lap. Or a young boy from what I heard. He ain't thinking about you. They, you don't get the Harvey Weinstein treatment, nigga, no matter how much money you got. Coon. But that's what happened when you think you included they let you come to the they let you come to the golf course course bill that you come to the golf course they they they're talking about business and international business with you all that good shit you know they they let you live around them and you know and 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 you made the Cosby show and you could just tell even on the Cosby show you had that bourgeoisie nigga mentality nigga you from Philly stop it you had that bourgeoisie nigga mentality Cosby show you wanted to be the black bourgeoisie you see, and all them, and, 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 your, and your high yellow, your high yellow um, mulatto daughters on there, you see how they turned on your black ass, right? You see how they turned on you. See, you wanted Denise Huxtable, I don't know what, why the hell you even chose her to play your daughter, and that other one who who damn near old enough, to, uh, 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 about as old as the woman that you chose, Felicia Rashad, to play your wife. You got these two um, damn mulatto mutts to play your goddamn daughter, and these black bitches, oh, excuse me, these gray bitches turned on you. 
These great bitches turned on you. Good. Because you love grays and white women, coon. She turned on you. She even had her goddamn daughter who wasn't even born turned on your dumb ass. You gave these people. And Jasmine Guy turned on you, nigga. She turned on you with her damn witch face. You got all these grays on your set, and they turned on you, threw your black ass under the bus. The only ones that stood up for you was the bronze women, who you obviously wasn't good enough for you. Felicia Rashad stood up for you, nigga. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam stood up for you. They didn't shit on you. Felisa Bonet did. Jasmine Guy did. That chick, uh, LaBeouf, Sabrina LaBeouf, I think she shitted on you too. And that that, that chocolate covered coon, uh, uh, Joseph Phillips, the guy who played uh, um, played your son-in-law, that Sambo ass coon shitted on you. Your black colleges who you was giving all that money away from trying to showboat, they shitted on you too. But that's good, cause you got the, cause you had some coins and you tried to get all big and up and uppity and you was an uppity nigga and you got too big for your britches and the Jews sat your ass down, boy. Them Jews sat your ass down. How much you gonna buy NBC, nigga? They made you. Don't you know the first forty-eight laws of power, nigga? You don't try to outshine your master. You don't try to outshine your masters. They made you. That's your masters. But see, unlike you, Bill, I don't got no masters. Ain't nobody made me. I was self-made from the time I started by the power of Amun. See, I don't have to answer to no masters like you, nigga. I'm not indebted. I'd rather not have nothing than to be like you or any of you niggas that got money. They got to sit around here and suck up the white man's ass and, and, and try to get down because you want to be in their country clubs. You want to have breakfast with them. You want to be on Fortune magazine with them, like like Jay-Z and, and Warren Buffett. Man, you like a jackass. They was making fun of you. You standing in front of Warren Buffett like you the man, and he's standing behind you and whatnot. <laughs> Upon looking at the picture, you see he's standing behind you. That mean probably. You see. But see, they want you to be like that. They want you to be like that. They want you to be an ass-kissing coon like that. You see. They want you to be like that. See, that's acceptable to them. To be be a degenerate. To be the shadow of a bunch of degenerates. You see. That's what they want. And again, like I said, Amin ain't dealing with that, man. Amin dealing with the people who are raw and uncut and real, man. Amin dealing with them. Those are the superchargers, man. We have above board. Uh, uh, we we are above board in our in our thinking, in our morals, and our behavior. We above board. We supreme when it comes to that. We don't act like you niggas, man. We don't act like you coon ass niggas who want to be with the beast. You beneath us, and so are they. That's how we see it. You beneath us. You niggas and you damn beasts. You beneath us, man. And the rest of you humans. You beneath us. The hell we think you hell. We ain't, we ain't cool with you. We ain't friends with you. We don't want to have no fucking Budweiser with you in the bar. We don't want you sitting up. We don't want to sit in the, in the living room with you and watch no sports. We don't want to sit in no hot tub with you. 
the hell out of here. But that's what you niggas want. You want to be all inclusive. See, you want it. You want in. You see, you niggas want to bleach your skin like Venus. Venus is real. Y'all want to bleach your skin and have babies by cavemen. You see. You, 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 and you nigga women, you, you all that, all that sweating and and playing, all that shit you do, and y'all make all this money, and y'all still gotta kiss ass. Y'all still can't, y'all still not free. You still can't say what you want to say. You still gotta kiss ass. You gotta be worried about, you know, oh, I better not say this, or I'm gonna be in trouble. Dave Chappelle, you said that shit. I'm gonna be in trouble. Nigga, you a grown man, ain't you? Last time I looked, you ain't you a grown mutant ninja turtle ass looking nigga? You thought you gonna be in trouble? You sound like you ten years old. Oh, I'm gonna be in trouble if I say something about the Jews. Oh, I'm gonna be in trouble if I say something about the gays. Oh, I'm gonna be in trouble. But they can say anything they want about your black ass, right? Oh, I'm gonna be in trouble if I say this. I'm gonna be in trouble, man. You should be as a man. You should be able to say whatever the fuck you wanna say. They don't. They ain't shy about talking crazy about you. If you got something to say that's imperative or they name got to be mentioned, oh, well. Oh, well. Ain't nobody, ain't, ain't nobody uh, 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 exempt from judgment. Nobody's exempt from judgment. Nobody. Oh, well, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah, like a little boy. That's why they call you black males boys. Because you act like boys. Now, what the hell you sitting up here talking about? You going to be in trouble. I thought you got money, nigga. You see? You see, I thought you had money. Ain't that the whole point of making all this money? Ain't that the whole point? So that you could tell people to kiss your ass and you can say whatever you want. Ain't that the point? See, that just goes to tell you it ain't about the money. Because if it was about the money, you got enough money in your bank account to tell people to kiss your ass and you say whatever you want to say. But see, they can't do that. They can't do that. They ain't free to do that. They still slaves. They still worrying about what the white man gonna say, what the homosexuals are gonna say, which is the same thing for the most part. You see, they worried about what other people gonna say, but they don't care about how they talk about you. They free to say whatever they want. So you become a prisoner of that Mooney. You become a prisoner of the Mooney. You become a prisoner. You got to be a slave to the Mooney. You can't be your own man. You can't be your own woman. You can't, they going to tell you who you going to be with. Or else we ain't going to put you out in the forefront. Then fuck the forefront. Fuck the spotlight. But that just go to show you. They money can't save them. They money can't save them. You see, they money can't save them. They money can't do nothing for them in the end. Nothing. All the beasts going to do is drain their resources like he did Bill Cosby, draining shit and whatnot, and then let the nigga go after three years sitting in jail. They just straight violated him. Did you have some lessons for that bill on how they straight violated you? How did the court system? Did you have some wisdom on that bill? Was you was you writing books and touching them, and telling the black convicts and the inmates? See, this is why black black people lose to white people. With your dumb ass sitting in jail. Did you have some pound cake speech for them niggas in jail, Bill? You old coon. 
See, the problem with you, Bill Cosby, is you've been rich a lot longer than you've been poor. You see, and you forgot. You see, you forgot. You've been rich a lot longer than you've been poor. You started getting rich in the 60s, so you had a whole 50 years run of being rich. You in your 80s now, so you was broke for, I guess, up for 25, 30 years of your life. You was broke, and then you start seeing some real money and whatnot, and then I guess you ain't, you wouldn't try to look back. You weren't trying to look back, boy. So then you start deciding to talk down on your own people because you want to be part of those people. You know? That's what you do. See, that's the incentive for the coon. The incentive for the coon is never money. Money is just the ice. And see, the incentive for the coon is acceptance. The incentive for the coon is he want to hang out with white people. You see? He want to hang out with white people, Asian people, all races of people who basically regard you as a nigger. Hell, even your boy Coon Pac love white people. He, Rosie Perez told his story about Coon Pac, who y'all love so much. Coon Pac, uh, excuse me, Tupac. Coon Pac set up there, and when she told Rosie Perez, you know the the uh, Latina, the Latina who was in Spike Lee movies, who now know how to talk all of a sudden because she had some speech lessons. Because the bitch sound ignorant as hell. Now she went to some speech lesson. Now she know how to talk all of a sudden. I guess that speech therapist money came in good. But anyway, she talked about how her and Coon Pop was at the um, uh, at the Soul Train Music Awards when he was alive. And, she, and Madonna said, girl, I want a piece of Tupac. You know that nigga jumped up and ran out of his seat and ran after Madonna? This nasty ass whore. This nasty ass whore who was eating out of garbage cans. You know Madonna history? How she came to New York from Chicago. She Italian, Madonna Chacon or whatever her name is. Eating out of fucking garbage cans. Laying up and doing everything out here in New York in the 70s. Part of that whole punk, uh, um, graffiti punk rock thing. And she rode off of black people music. Now Rogers and them, she rode off of black people's music. She rode the disco craze, which really came from black people. Rode off of Sheik Nile Rogers and uh, 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 music. They gave she her music was produced by bronze people. She couldn't even goddamn sing. Nile Rogers and, 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 and Bernard Edwards, who, um, the, uh, who was the um, producers of Sheik, they gave her her sound. And y'all want to sit up here and act like she the greatest thing since sliced bread? All she did was feed off a of black, um, black sound, bronze music, and put her whack ass pop vocals over it. We'll be right back.
Hey, I'm going to do an impression. Yeah, ready for my impression? I'm going to do an impression. Tell me who, who I'm who I'm who, tell me who, who I'm impersonating. Tell me who I'm impersonating. Y'all know Chris Martin? The leader of Coldplay? Chris Martin wanted to come to my house and have me play the violin. He wanted to bring some Jewish people with him too. Who that? Who that, y'all? Who that? Who that? Let me see if I got it right in the in the chat room. Who that? I ain't going to even say the name. I ain't going to say the name. Y'all got to find out who that who that quote was. Y'all got to 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 figure that out for yourself. I'm not even going to say that. Y'all already know. Let me see. That sounds like somebody who want to assimilate. That's like coon talk. But hey, you know, no disrespect. I'm just hey, you know, you say things in the public. People got to write the comment. I ain't commenting on who said that, who that quote came from. You got to figure it out yourself. I'm not saying no names. I don't want no problems. I'm just like, yo, do your thing. But but keep in mind, I'm responsible for everything I say out my mouth. I'm responsible for everything I say out my mouth. So, God damn it, if your leaders, your teachers, your reverends, your, your, your black conscious teachers, your ministers, if they saying imams, if they saying shit out their mouth in public, then, God damn it, they liable for it. That means people going to speak on it. Don't get pissed off because somebody speak on what he's publicly saying or what she publicly saying. If you gonna speak on say if you gonna say some shit publicly like that, some coon shit like that publicly, then expect somebody to call it out for what is coon shit. Cause see, niggas always reveal themselves. I don't care how long niggas on the planet, they could talk all that black shit and black this and black the black man is God and all that shit. But then when the niggas get old, gotta watch them old niggas. When they get old. When when they ain't no longer acting no more, when they when they when they, when they feel like you know that part of their life or that act is over with because they want to make friends and shit now, then they forget all that black shit they was talking, all that's out the window. Then they want to just be friends with everybody. They just want to be friends with everybody. They want people coming to their house, and they want to play fucking play the fucking violin for them and probably tap dance, break out into a a, a, a old nigger spiritual. Mommy. But, you know, that, I mean, that's what you do. Do what you do. How Nubin Minkari is talking now is how Nubin Minkari is going to continue to talk. They ain't going to never change, whether it be 10 years from now, 15 years, 50 years from now, I'm going to be still sounding the same. Nothing is changing. You got my word on that. As long as I'm standing, ain't nothing changing. You ain't going to never see me talk, say no crazy shit like that. I'm coming on strong like this raw and uncut, and I'm going to come out here and say, you know, I had a revelation. I believe that we all should be together. Man, if I say some shit like that, man, y'all, 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 just, y'all just take me out of here, man. That ain't me. They done took my mind. I'm on some kind of drugs or some shit. Take my ass out if I start talking crazy like that. Now you talking all this black shit for about, about 40, 50 years of your life. You down with the with a with, with a master teacher. The next thing you know, you talking talking about some being a fucking uh, damn a damn sideshow monkey for a bunch of damn cave beasts. I, I wind up entertaining monkey. 
wind-up-ass monkey. So, no. See, all that, again, money don't mean nothing. Coons are not motivated by money. Please understand that. A coon is not motivated by money. A coon is motivated by acceptance. He want to be down. That's really what pushed Martin Lucifer Coon and all these people like them civil rights monkey-ass niggas. That's what really pushed them. They wanted to be accepted by Whitey. They had a problem with being outcast. They had a problem. See, they wanted to worship. See, when you want to be down with the beast, you worship the image of the beast, and you ain't got no time for the Lord, man. You can't say you a man of the Lord, but then you worship the image of the beast. You want to be like them. You want to put these funky-ass wigs on your divestment wigs on your head, you black females, and dye your face uh, dye your face to his pale. You don't believe in no most high, man. You ain't about the Lord, man. You ain't about no about the, the most high, man. You're not. Neither are you, Steve Harvey. You a coon. You a coon. You're talking about the Lord and, 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 and Father God and, you know, look, Father Pink Lips. You put on the pink suit, too, nigga. You a bald-headed coon, too. You put on the pink suit, too, nigga. Don't tell me about Father God. Father God is the white man. Father God is Jesus, nigga. That's who Father God is to you. You ain't never took that white, that white picture of Jesus off the wall. You see, you ain't never thought it had to come down. You see? You niggas want in. You niggas want in. You want a seat at the you want a seat at the at the children's table of the beast. He don't even put you niggas at the adult table to make the real decisions. He don't got you down. He ain't got you in at the at the board uh, meetings with the with the elites. He ain't got you niggas there. He he, he make you niggas wait outside and sit at the children's table. Were they making big deals and talking about what this country going to be dealing with next year or this one? You ain't at that meeting. You niggas ain't at that meeting. You see? You niggas ain't at that meeting. You niggas at the children's table talking about hip-hop, talking about your nigga TV shows, talking about uh, 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 who going to be twerking next year. He lets you come there to entertain while they talking about real shit. World global shit. They let you niggas sit at the kitty table and talk about hip hop, BET, uh, uh, twerking, uh, chicken, uh, beer, weed. You know that's what they let you fucking niggas at the uh, at the uh, uh, at the conference for. You know some more black representation. That that's what they let you at the that's what they let you at the table for. Oh, and, and telling your people to get the jab. Don't forget that. That's what they let you niggas come to the conventions for when they have the elites having a convention. They let you niggas come. They let you sit at the children's table by yourself in the corner. You see? That's, that's, that's how they treat you niggas. And you know what? Y'all okay with that. You okay with that. They Kevin Hart your ass. I have this coon Kevin Hart sitting on this old-ass white man lap, John Lithgow. You see, see, Kevin Hart ain't motivated by money. Money's just the icing on the cake. Kevin Hart is motivated by acceptance. He's a coon. He ain't. He ain't. He don't want to be an outcast. He don't want to be an outcast. He don't want to be a vomit. He's not a vomit. That's how you know the niggas who are not a vomit. They don't want to be outcast. They feel some kind of way at the beast not accepting them. That it's like they God rejected them. This is the mindset of the coon. They want to be accepted. They want to be patted on the head. They want to be, they have their head rubbed. That's what they want. That's 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 like that nigga Jim Clyburn. You what? 
what, I don't want Joe Biden to do nothing for me. Joe Biden ain't gonna do nothing for me. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I don't need nothing done for me. If I have my vote, I'm just happy to be in America, nigga. This your country, coon. And you, and, and you, and you, and you, uh, um, you some kind of senator, or congressman, senator. And like I said, with niggas like this, this is why you so-called black people need to stop talking about politics. You see. See, that's what Kevin Hart want. Kevin Hart didn't do that for the money. The man's a multi-millionaire. Why do you think he did that? Why would he do something like that? I could kind of see. I, well, I couldn't see none of that ever. But I could kind of see him doing that if you was like just starting out and you was struggling. You ain't had no money, nigga. You got money. Why would you do something like that? Why would you make an ass out of yourself like that? You sitting in this man's lap between his legs. His rod probably touching your ass, and he kissing you on the head. Sodomite. And, and, nigga, if you're willing to degrade yourself like that behind the closed doors, nigga, what the fuck you do behind the closed but behind the doors? What you did? I, I, I bet I can figure it out. If you're willing to degrade yourself like that in front of, in front of people, well, nigga, what, did, what was you willing to do behind the scenes? You see, you always got to ask yourself that about these people. If they're willing to kiss another man like or Will Smith, like how he did on, t- uh, on Six Degrees of Separation, he had this white man, the guy who played on that movie, Sixteen Can Anthony Michael Hall. You got a white man standing up in your face, butt-ass naked with his balls in your face, and y'all playing a scene and kissing. You willing to degrade yourself like that on screen? Nigga, what did, what did you do behind the scenes? You know, we know about that. Quincy. Yeah, what uh, MC Shang told on y'all niggas. MC Shang told Benny Medina, Will Quincy. MC Shang told on y'all niggas. That's all over the internet. MC Shang blew y'all up. He was supposed to be the original Fresh Prince. Go look on. Go look on uh, uh, um, YouTube. MC Shang interview about Benny Medina and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Look that interview up. Watch and see what Shan, MC Shang said. If you think I'm joking, you see. I like MC Shan because, like he said, he said I'm not willing to compromise my manhood. He said that's why I'm. You know, I still got my money and whatnot. I got my children. I don't want to be in those positions. He said he make his support his video channel. He told what really happened with the Fresh Prince and how Will Smith got it. And he wasn't on no hater shit neither. I could tell he was being real. Go look up MC Shan, M C S H A N. And uh, and Benny Medina and the Fresh Prince thing. Go look that video up. Y'all going to crack up. It's a lot of videos where he talked about that. See, I, I applaud him because that's a brother right there who wasn't trying to be accepted and trying to be down and willing to do anything, give up your ass, your soul, your, 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 your self-respect as a man or as a woman. I got nothing but respect for people like that because I'm like that. And it's a scary world when people looking at you crazy for being like that. But you know what? That's okay. Let them look. I don't want to be like you. I don't want to kiss the beast's ass. I don't want to degrade myself. I'm sorry if that bothers a lot of you niggas. And a lot of niggas, that bothers. That's why I said we don't deal with you niggas. So anyway, let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Why will the almond cast his elect out from uh, from amongst the regular people in the world? Because... Amen is too real for the regular people in the world. See, the God they worship is themselves. They worship the God, which is really themselves. See, because their God is okay with what they do. The God they worship is themselves. 
they look themselves in the mirror and say, my God would say this, or my God doesn't believe that. They're talking about themselves because they, for, they, they basically molded their God and their image to accept their degeneracy. That's, these people are delusional as hell. That's what they really mean when they say they God. When they mean they Father God, niggas talking to some fictitious person in the sky who's okay with being the, the degenerate and love everybody. That ain't even real. Who are the elect? The elect are the mentalists, the almond race that's being raised by this message of mentalect. That's the elect. We are the elect. The mentalists are the elect, those who are in alignment with the true Lord, which is almond. That's the elect. And we ain't trying to be down with nobody. We want to be the outcasts. Same way we was cast out of the fourth dimension, we casting ourselves out of the third dimension and casting ourselves forward and upward into the fourth. Why must there be a out? Why must they be outcast? Because we don't fit in with these people, and then we ain't supposed to. Army don't want us if we trying to fit in. Army don't want the people that's trying to fit in, that want to be down, who want to be black, who want to be Negroes, who want to be humans. Army don't want you. What makes people? of the 3D world outcasts, that we just ain't with this. We ain't with the fantasy. We ain't with the fuckery. We ain't with the foolishness. We ain't with the degeneracy. We ain't with it. We ain't with the blackish. We ain't with none the whitish. We ain't with none of this shit. We ain't with the humanish. We ain't with it. We got our own vibration we moving on as the almond race, and we answer to a higher authority than this one down here. You niggas got an answer to the beast. That's what you're here for. Can you really be of almond and love this world? No, you cannot. You cannot love this three-dimensional realm, but you can love the journey through it. That's the only thing you can truly love if you are of almond. You have to love the journey that you're moving through it. But to stop and actually love and embrace the things of this world, the filth, the degeneracy, and these people of the world, hell no. Hell to the no. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mencares. This has been Mental Act Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
it fetters every line of book. Even our true identity, they took. They took. Psych you out how they made you look. Still being deceived from the same crook. And you wonder why your life don't get no better. Your connection to the Lord has been severed. You pray to false gods when you lay down. You accept degeneracy like it's okay now. So don't ask why your life don't get no better. Experience the same struggle on the regular. But it's only a few that will make it out. They know what I mean. I don't have to explain it out. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. They tried everything just to spell love. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. If it's hell loving, then it's hell love. So it ain't nothing you can tell us. Ain't nothing you can tell us There's not a product you can sell us Cause we for us And it's by us And I mean we trust Not Jesus Raising our children to be the future leaders Gotta watch our back from the deceivers Get the message raw from the receiver Set your soul free and fly like an eagle We diamonds in the rough like records to a needle All about the future, find the chosen people Harness the power like torpedoes Sit in the picture like a sequel We want the royalty cause we regal If it's hell loving, then it's hell love If it's hell loving, then it's hell love If it's hell loving, then If it's hell, I'm in Dennis' hell, love. If it's hell, I'm in Dennis'